Um, so, hi, my name's Liz, as you guys know. Um, and so the topic that we were kind of suggested to talk about today was resurrection. Um, and when I think of resurrection from my context, it is kind of scary. <laughs> um, and it should be something that's life-changing. So I was thinking about it this week, and I was like, what would like resurrection, like if I witnessed a resurrection, and for some context, I work in forensics, so frequently I come across, um, I've had bodies burp at me, point at me in the morning when I walk in, um, a sigh when you move them, it's, it's traumatic, but what would be more traumatic is a resurrection, and I've never, thank the Lord, seen a body self-resurrect, but I believe that if I did, it would be a hugely life-changing event. Um, and are we allowing Jesus' resurrection to change our lives, or are we just kind of used to it, because you know we've like heard this, and it's Jesus doing the things that Jesus does, um, and so Jesus' resurrection to me is an incredible gift. Um, and with all gifts, they come at a cost, and to him, the cost um, was sacrifice. Um, in Romans 6, verse 23, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. It was a gift, but Jesus made it very clear that for us there would be some kind of a cost. Um, all good gifts are given freely. He gave it to us freely. We didn't have to do anything to earn it, um, but there's a responsibility. Now, one of the best gifts I've received is a dishwasher. Um, the, uh, amen. For those, of you, for those of you who are getting married, invest in a dishwasher. Um, it will change your life. Biggest lifesaver since Jesus. Um, now, when, when this beautiful silver dishwasher arrived, I was like, this is key to saving me so much time. And it's going to diffuse a lot of the marital tension surrounding dishes and dirty cups. Um, but what no one tells you is that the dishwasher does not pack itself, and it does not unpack itself. In fact, if you want to make use of this gift, you've got to put a little bit of work in. You've got to pack it. Um, the same way, like if I buy you, if I give you a gym membership or I buy you a rowing machine, like you've got to work for those calves, because the calves don't come with the gym membership. Um, and amen. Work for those calves. Hashtag. Um, hallelujah. Um, Philippians 3 verse 10, um, Paul kind of epitomizes this kind of devotion he has for Christ in that he says, I want to know Christ, yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings by becoming like him in his death and so somehow attaining the resurrection from the dead. Um, and so by becoming like Jesus, there's sort of the sacrifice, you know, with this gift of salvation that we've received, we need to start walking towards the purpose that God has for us. Um, and Jesus said, you know, he told his disciples, if you want to follow me, carry your cross. Um, and what's been so profound, and Gabe's touched on this, is how that revelation was before the world understood a cross as being a symbol of hope and salvation. If your neighbor walked past your house with a cross, they were not coming back. Um, it was a pretty sad end that was coming. Um, and we see throughout the Bible people that just have this experience with Jesus, and it causes them to change their ambitions, change their priorities, um, and change their life. And I guess what I'm asking today is, have, are you changing those things? Because a lot of us have come face to face with Jesus and realized, wow, like, this is pretty cool. But are you actually, like, changing your ambitions to his ambitions, your priorities to his priorities. There's a beautiful story of a woman where Jesus meets her at a well, 
um, and there's a jug of water and she's gone to fetch water and he asks her some profound questions. And she's so excited when Jesus mentions that he's the Messiah that she leaves her jugs. Like she'd come to the water, because the well, because she was thirsty and wanted some water. It doesn't tell us if she drank water, but she left her jugs and she went and told people about Jesus. Um, and in that moment, her priorities shifted. Her priority was no longer the jug. And I think sometimes we don't do a full 360. We like to carry those jugs with us. Um, and we don't want to carry our own crosses. I'm happy to support Gabe and watch him as he carries his cross and stand a little chilly like, go Gabe, you got this. Um, I guess what I want to say is, does your faith affect how you live? Um, ultimately, our purpose is to love God and to bring him glory. It means aligning our ambitions with what's important to God. It means living a God-centered life and not a me-centered life. Jesus' death and resurrection go hand in hand. Without the cost of his death, there wouldn't be a resurrection and it wouldn't be significant. And likewise, to live in Christ means to die, in ha- die to ourselves, like life and death go hand in hand. Um, it also means to realign ourselves with God's priorities. Um, so God doesn't want us to die to ourselves because he likes to see us suffer or because he doesn't want you to have a fun life or a successful or prosperous life. Um, it's because the old is bad and he wants us to access the new, to walk into the more of what he has to offer us. And when we're holding on to the old, we're not actually really experiencing everything that God has for us. Um, So today I want to challenge you to shift your priorities and shift your focus, make them kingdom priorities and invest your money, time and resources, ambitions and dreams into things that God values.